Almost live from London Town, it's the Lee Mack Show. Oh, I love the audience, but not the most normal folks. They smudge their lips to get everywhere and are talking about the blokes. So stick your granny in a white shed, put on your granddad's suit. It's the Lee Mack Show. And this week's special musical guest, it's Tony Hadley. I'm washed and clean and pressed The Lee Max attitude in real So got me a little bit stressed And I don't need this pressure on I don't need this pressure on I don't need this pressure on Tony, whoa, whoa, no Supposed to be the big showbiz start, not a Grange Hill reunion (laughs) Welcome to the show, my name's Lee Mac Uh, It's nice to be here And it's nice having a short name like Lee Because you don't get any nicknames in the playground Which was always good Apart from Lee Lee, stinks a wee Never bother me And, uh, (laughs) er... I'm going to be honest, my middle name's Gordon, so occasionally I used to get that, you know, Gordon is a moron. So occasionally I'd get, Lee, Lee, stinks of wee, and he is a moron. <laughs> Mac, but it never bothered me. They're not laughing now, are they? 60 quid, these shoes. And if I'm going to be honest, me, uh, my surname's not actually Mac, it's McKillop. So occasionally they used to sing, Lee McKillop, silly little pillock, he's a little moron, stinks of wee wee, 35 years old, get out of our playground, you dirty old pervert. But, I saw a woman walking down the street today with a little red bindi on her head, and I thought, is that a religious connotation, or is she Sky Interactive? (laughs) Don't hiss me. She was white. (laughs) I love having Sky TV. I love watching the late-night adverts. It's fantastic, isn't it? Have you fallen over? Have you hurt your finger? Was somebody to blame? Do you need to lend five pounds but can't because you were once in prison for murder? Are you clean? I mean, deep down, lemony fresh. Perhaps you tried to buy some deodorant but got refused because you live in a caravan. Have you had an accident at home? Have you had an accident at work? Have you had an accident in your underpants? Do you want to consolidate all of your accidents into one simple, easy accident? I don't know. Put the porn on. <laughs> the best adverts in the world are the French perfume adverts. They make so much sense, don't they? I see her. I want her. She is what she is. She sees, but she is blind. She has legs, but she has no legs. She is alive, but she is dead. She's a woman, but she is a monkey. And I know that I want her because she is what she is, and what she is is a blind, dead, disabled monkey. And I know that I want her. Shalimar by Gulan. What are you talking about? What does it smell like? They've got equally pretentious adverts in France, have you seen them? The British adverts in France are the most pretentious in the world. I see her on beach, she's got it in her hand, it's a pie. I love pies, I go over, but wait, it's not a pie. It's like a pie, but it's smaller, and inside it's peas and carrots and gravy and mince. And I know that I want it, because it is what it is, and what it is is pasties by Ginster. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to crack on. When they asked me who I wanted as a regular female sidekick for this show, one name went straight to the top of the list. Unfortunately, Bella Emberg wasn't available, <laughs> and neither was Eddie Izzard. So instead, please welcome Angela McHale! A lovely intro. Don't worry, I've got an idea for next week. I'm going to borrow one of Bruce's catchphrases to bring you on to. Bruce Forsyth used to bring on the girls by saying, here they are, they're so appealing, come on, dollies, do your dealing. Yeah, that's the one I'm using. (laughs) That's really good, I like that. Apart from the fact that, A, it doesn't make sense, because I'm not dealing any cards, B, you're not calling me dolly, and C, if you ever bring me on like that, I'll smash your face in. (laughs) All right, what about this? Here she is, she's so appealing, don't call her dolly, you'll hurt her feelings. I don't like the so appealing bit either. All sounds a bit patronising to women. Here she is. She's such a star. Better. Don't call her Dolly. She'll burn her bra. 
burn her bra. It's a bit early 70s, isn't it? I've no idea what size you are. <laughs> what about... Here she is, she's underpaid. She thinks Lee's sexist because he never gets laid. What about, here she is, she's a real seducer. She only got the job because he shagged the producer. <laughs> what about, here she is, she's going to be blunt. She thinks that Lee is such a... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's time to welcome our special guest all the way from Australia. Please welcome the wonderful Trevor Crock. Yeah, thanks very much. How are you? Yeah, I've spent a fair bit of time in England. I've uh, been in Manchester. Have you got any people from Manchester? Yeah. Miserable place. I've uh, <laughs> been in a more miserable, depressing place in my life. They had the Commonwealth Games there, and I mean, I heard they ran the marathon in a straight line so they didn't have to go back. <laughs> Went to Birmingham. I got any uh, Brummies in? Someone told me, actually, that uh, Birmingham is the most unpopular place in Britain. I mean, I know nothing about the place, but I do know that during the war it was bombed 65 times for up to nine hours at a time. And something tells me the RAF weren't that committed. But uh, the English people, what can I say about you? Uh, you do have a uh, top sense of humour. Uh, I mean, I'm nowhere near as funny as this back in Australia. I've actually been attacked after shows, though, mate. Attacked. I've got no respect for an artiste. <laughs> Yell out when you're on stage. Yeah, wait till you're off that stage, mate. We'll kick your head in. And I've done some shows for two or three days. <laughs> so, you know, it can be a hard life. I've, I've, I've travelled the world trying to get laughs. Uh, went to Saudi Arabia. Uh, cheer them up. <laughs> No, they don't, uh, they don't muck about there. If you steal anything, they cut your hand off. And uh, I did this show for the Kleptomaniacs Association. Yeah, <laughs> uh, got a fairly quiet response. Uh, they, they, um... but no, they don't muck about. If you steal again, they actually cut your other hand off. If you keep on stealing, they sort of keep on chopping. But, uh, I mean, I think by then your options are running out, aren't they? And what can you possibly steal with your hands missing? Slip on shoes. <laughs> Donuts. <Right? laughs> Donuts. <laughs> Worst gig I did was actually in Tibet. It's a, uh, a Buddhist area. So I actually performed in a, a Buddhist comedy club. You know, it's a nightmare. The, uh, the audience are taking a vow of silence. <laughs> and, uh, I'm uh, getting a flashback now. And, uh, uh, no, a terrible gig. Uh, though a Buddhist reviewer said it may have been funny in a previous life. <laughs> this uh, gig has gone uh, beyond the wildest dreams. and uh, <laughs> the Best gig since Tibet. Oh, well, on that note, I'll, uh, I'll go. You've been very nice. Uh, see you later. Thank you. Good night. Trevor Crock! I like to see Australian humour translating because it's the same language, just different pronunciations, isn't it? You know, they say yogurt, we say yogurt. They have prawns on the barbie, we have yogurt. <laughs>
They use KY jelly. Yogurt. I'm not explaining them all. Um, <laughs> they say Barramundi. We say took her for a drink on Tuesday. We were making love by... It's classic, that. No one ever laughs. Trust me, it's genius. <laughs> they say Kakadu. We say push pineapple, shake the tree. <laughs> they say BYO. We say good guess. The question was, how do you spell boy? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to meet our musical guest, Tony Hadley. Hello, Tony. Hello. Thank you for coming on. Sorry that the chairs are all worn. Now, at our school, you had two choices. You were either a new romantic or you were popular. No, I'm only joking. You were either um, a Spandau Ballet fan or a Duran Duran fan. Was it the same at your school? The Spandau Ballet weren't very big when I was at school. Yeah, forget that. I mean, um, was the rivalry real? Well... Yeah, it's fair to say that we did have a bit of rivalry going on at the time. And was it proper intense rivalry, or was it just handbags at dawn? And that's not a metaphor. <laughs> no, it was just a laugh, really. I mean, I, I really respected them and their music, and uh, I still think they're, you know, a great band. Oh, come on. Your music was far superior. Spandau Ballet were just a bunch of posers. I was in Spandau Ballet. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Under all that makeup, you drag acts all look the what? same. New Romantics, whatever they're called. I'm, uh, I'm joking, of course. I loved Spandau Ballet. Gold, that was one of my first singles I ever bought. Well, yeah, I still feel, you know, quite proud every time it gets played, uh, you know, when Britain wins some big sporting event. Yeah, I mean, the royalties from the Olympics alone must run into the pounds. <laughs> Just think how much more you'd have earned if it was called bronze, bronze. <laughs> or if, if you'd have called it, it's not the winning, it's the taking part, part. <laughs> now... The one thing you can't help talking about when it comes to Spandau Ballet is, of course, the famous court case. Look, to be honest, it's, it's all behind me, and, and it, it's just time to move on, so I'd rather not be talking about it, and I certainly don't want to name any names. Yeah, no problems. For those that aren't aware of the case, can you just remind everyone what it is that we're not going to be talking about? <laughs> Certain parties who shall remain nameless felt they own complete rights to the songs and the name Spandau Ballet, and it went to court and we lost, but we've all moved on, and I really don't feel the need to talk about it. <laughs> OK. And again, just to remind everyone, which of the band members that we're not going to mention or talk about was the one that actually shafted you? Look, I don't want to say. <laughs> it's all in the past, and I believe what I did was right. I, you know, it just didn't work out, but I'm the kind of person who doesn't let things like this destroy me. Can we just, you know, I just want to change the subject. OK, I understand. You've always believed in your soul. You've got the power to know you're indestructible. <laughs> if I had a pound for every time someone said that... <laughs> uh, you'd have to give it to Gary Kemp. Uh, I told you I don't want to talk about it. Sorry, sorry. Now, the other thing people will know you for of late is the TV show Reborn in the USA. Can you just remind us what the show was about? Well, it was, uh, it was you know, a show on ITV. Shh, shh, Tony, this is the BBC, all right? We don't talk about them. They are simply they who shall not be named. Oh, OK. Well, it was a show on they who shall not be named, or as it's called now, they who shall not be named one, with behind-the-scenes coverage on they who shall not be named two. And basically, ten of us went to the States in competition, and there was people like Peter Cox from Go West. We close our eyes. That's him. And, uh, and there was Sonia. Yeah. We close our ears. <laughs> and Lee John from Imagination. We close... No, I can't do that one. It's too rude. <laughs> well, anyway, listen, I mean, you know, you know this story. I was fortunate enough to win the final against Michelle Gell, and, and we had a great laugh, and uh, they let me sing anything I wanted from the back catalogue. Oh, is that true? No, it was through the barricades. 
Tell you what, Tony. <laughs> With your timing and my looks, we could be the new little and little. <laughs> Actually, talking of true, can I ask you a big favour? Could you do it now? What, this bit? <laughs> that is brilliant. Do it again. <laughs> Come on, once more. <laughs> Sorry, Tony, it's just that we might need some canned laughter later on. <laughs> so, um... Tony, it's great having you on the show. I've just thought maybe you could stay around and help us in the bank robbery sketch. What do you mean, just thought? You made me realise the bloody thing about... Just play thing. the music. Stick it up, punks, it's the fun love of criminals. Stick it up, punks, fun love of criminals. Stick it up, punks. It's like listening to your dad sing along to Top of the Pops. <laughs> It was just another quiet Thursday afternoon at the Mac West Bank. Hello, sir. Welcome to the bank that likes to say your home is at risk if you do not keep up repayments. <laughs> How can I help you? Uh, g'day, mate. Uh, my name's Trevor. I'm a bit short of the readies for some amber nectar, so I'd uh, like to transfer some money from my Sheila back home down under. Then I can afford to chuck another prawn on the barbie. Uh, is that fair, Dinka? Shouldn't be a problem. Which country are you from? Mate, you're as clueless as a chacker bird in a gumba bush. I'm from... I uh, know where you're from. Sarcasm and irony, eh? It's wasted on you Americans. I'm Australian, mate. Oh, right. You on holiday? Oh, yeah. I was about a month ago lying on an Australian beach, golden sand, blue skies, beautiful Australian girls in bikinis. Suddenly thought, bugger this. It's the Croydon High Street for me. <laughs> You're as sick as a Wollabong scrotum. Mate, I'd like to chew the Woggle Chonga with you, but I'm as busy as a Maluri bar trying to lick the dung chucker off a billabong. So if you could just give me a Sheila's details quicker than a greasy galar sucking the Gigi from a Churumba tree, I'll be as grateful as a lumpy chutney ferret bashing the Baluli flaps from a gizzard's frumple trumpet. Everybody be cool, this is a robbery. Huffers move and I'll execute every mother huffing last one of you. Mother huffing? <laughs> Sorry, I checked with Radio 2. They wouldn't let me say mother you know what. Well, can't you say something that means the same but isn't as strong? Like what? Mother kisser? I think that's a bit unsavoury. <laughs> All right, mummy cuddler, can we just carry on? Just take us to the bleeding safe now, you ugly mummy cuddler. It doesn't say ugly, Tony, does it? Don't improvise. <laughs> no one's gonna. No one's going to get Don't hurt. Don't laugh either, you're robbing a bank. <laughs> it's a funny bank. No one's going to get hurt as long as everyone just stays as good as gold. Gold! gold. <laughs> don't do that either, you know I don't get royalties. <laughs> now, where's the safe? It's in the back, but look, read that sign. You don't have to be mad to work Not that here. one. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, um, please be aware that the staff have no access to the safe. I don't trust him, honey bun. I'll deal with this sugar pie. I'm not lying to you, fluffy knickers. <laughs> He'll soon tell us the code with a knife to his throat. Mate, uh, that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, Trevor, that's a spoon. <laughs> Let's see if cutting off one of your ears jogs your memory for the safe code, eh? Well, I don't know Steve, thank heaven, just stop playing. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I felt like cutting my own ears off then. 
There's no point torturing him. He's telling the truth. Maybe we should forget all this cookie face. Good idea. Let's forget it. We wouldn't even remember you in a police lineup, unless you had cookies on your face. And your girlfriend's unrecognisable with that stocking on her head. She hasn't got a stocking on her head. It's truth, does uh, she do boxing? Shut up the pair of your life, face down on the floor. <laughs> no sudden moves. I'm, a, I'm Australian, mate. I've never made a sudden move in my life. <laughs> Right, you're a pair of lucky blighters because we're leaving. And if either of you two huff and huff us, try and huff and follow us, I'll huff and put a huff and cap in you, and then you'll be huffed. This is the police! You're surrounded! Oh, huff. <laughs> Stone me, it's the fuzz. Right, everyone in the back before we get our colours felt. Who wrote this? Dick Pendle. Just read it. <laughs> Keep away from us, coppers. We've got shooters, and we ain't afraid to use them, Mary Poppins. Don't get smart. <laughs> We've got hostages. The life of an innocent human being and an Australian <laughs> are in your hands. Come anywhere near us and we'll blow their huffing heads off. Join us later for part two. Scooby Dooby Dooby. Supposed to be Scooby Snacks by the fun loving criminals. Oh, sorry. Still want me to go. Just introduce the next bit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Tony Hadley! Yeah. 
in the post, Gary. <laughs> so, um, it's time to chat with our house band leader, Steve Brown! Now, the one thing that you've got to ask a brilliant musician is, who are your influences? <laughs> well, uh, actually... No, I'm just giving you some advice if you ever meet a brilliant musician. <laughs> what about you? What are you into? Oh, all sorts. My girlfriend is amazed at the stuff I bring in our house. Anything from heavy metal to the latest teeny bot band. Mm. Girls Aloud? Oh, no, she's quite strict about something. <laughs> Girls Aloud as a band? I know. I think you'll find I know more about the current pop scene than you do. Oh, all right. Let's have a quiz. Go on, then. Who's the lead singer of The Darkness? Uh, Hawkins. First name? Stephen. Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> the Darkness? Oh, I'm getting mixed up with black holes. It was close enough. Next question. Next question. What's the other name people know the streets as? Corrie. And that's not even a music show. That's how much you know. The Streets is Mike Skinner. The Streets is Mike Baldwin. He runs the Knicker Factory. Mike Skinner. He was number one. The Streets. I don't care what his address is. I'm right. Who left the sugar babes? Who forgot the milk, sweetheart? <laughs> you don't know, do you? Yes. It was Siobhan. I know. Which band that appeared in the new Band Aid single had an album called Hopes and Fears? Oh, uh... Thingy. Keen. I knew that. She's good. It's not a she. He's good. It's a they. They good. Why can't you just admit you don't know? All right, 80s pop quiz, my speciality. Who sang the first line of the original Band-Aid single? Paul Young. Wrong. It was none other than our very own Tony Hadley. No, it wasn't. It was Paul Young. How embarrassing. Tony, go on, tell him. Uh, it was Paul Young. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was Tony Hadley. I should know. It's one of my favourite songs. Well, I should know, because I'm Tony Adley. I don't care. It was you. It wasn't. Look, I know I'm right. I'm one of your most adoring fans, you silly get. Oh, OK. What was the name of Spano Ballet's first album? Oh, um... Do you know this, Tony? Well, of course I know it. <laughs> of course I bloody will know it. It's Journey's the Glory. No, it wasn't. That was the second album. The first <laughs> one was, um... It was Journey's to Glory. All right, Tony, you smart-ass. What's Tony Adley's real name? Tony Adley. Wrong! Anthony Hadley. Yeah, but everyone calls me... I'm not me. arguing, Anthony. End of the game. I'm the quiz king. No, you're not. I won. Just admit it. All right, Steve. Tiebreaker. Which Radio 2 house band leader occasionally visits massage parlours in the Soho area without his wife's knowledge? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for this week's quiz king, Lee Mack. Oh, we should stop doing that. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Mac West Bank... We've been here all night. When are you going to let us go? Yes, yeah, as chilly as a really wrong nipple, mate. <laughs> well, 
When Butterfluff gets back from talking to the police, we'll see what she's negotiated. It better be good news, though. You're not the only ones getting cold. Cold! cold. Don't do that. You've already been told. Told! I'm back, pickle face. I told them we want some food, but he said he won't negotiate unless we release the Australian. Look, you'll be in far more of a bargaining position if you keep him here and let me go. Now, yeah, mate, uh, that's not cricket. If it's cricket you want, then surely the English should be out a lot quicker than the Aussies. <laughs> Gee, uh, that's an interesting ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I've got it from Ratness. <laughs> it's the cop. I'll put him on speaker. What do you think about our offer, Tony? You give me an Australian, I'll give you a cheese sandwich. To be fair, Tony, you are getting a good deal. Oi, listen, pig. <laughs> Let's try and keep this polite, you floppy-haired git. We want some food, we want it now, and then after that we want a plane to take us out of the country and we want to go somewhere hot. I know how you feel, mate. <laughs> you know we can't do that. Listen, if you huffers don't give us what we huff and want, these two huffers are going to be more huff than George Michael in a policeman's huffing lavatory. Sounds to me like a load of huff and puff. <laughs> No more games. I say, let's waste the limey right now. Go on, then. Do it. Pull that trigger. Right now, if you've got the guts. You want to hear a grown man beg, dear? Well, forget it. You can take a man's life, but you can't take his dignity. Actually, can I just check? You do call Australians limeys, don't you? No. Please don't hurt me! I want me mummy! Look, think about these treacle cheeks. Kill me and your whole life changes. Not as much as yours, mate. Shut up. throw everything away. Look where a life of crime's got you so far. Don't listen to him, chocolate knees. Shoot him. A beautiful woman like you deserves better than this cabbage nose. You got a good point, wallaby chops. Do you really think I'm beautiful? Right, that's it. Give me the gun, Peachy Breath. Don't do it, Raspberry Burp. Stay back, Tony. Maybe he's right. Maybe I can do better than you. What are you talking about? No one else is going to love you like I do, Cherry Lips. What about me? My heart's been burning since the minute I set eyes on your licorice gusset. <laughs> What could a spotty little man like you give a woman like this? Yeah, I can give her more than you can give her. What kind of life is she going to have with you? Champagne. Oh, yeah. I can afford champagne. Penthouse apartments. Oh, yeah. I can afford champagne. <laughs> but most of all, I can give her love and romance. Hey, I do romance, mate. Better than you as well. Oh, you reckon, do you? Come on, then. Me and you, right now. Let's see what you've got. OK. <laughs> so true. Funny how it seems. Always in time. Dream. Oh, you've got a lovely pair of coconuts. <laughs> Head over heels, winter She's got the top chest of a goddess, the wibbly wobbly woos. This is the sound of my soul. If the lady wants a baby, I'm the cock of the north. <laughs> I told you I was more romantic, toffee knockers. Why don't you hand me the gun? And will you promise you'll love me forever? Forever and a day, chicken legs. Okay, there you go. Ha! I can't believe you fell for that, psycho tits. What? I thought you loved me. Yeah, and I fancy Charlie Manson and Jeffrey Dahmer as well, you bloody freak. Now stick them up. Nice work, Mac. What can I say? You're a genius. You're brave. You're good looking. Do I really have to say Just all read of this? it. We've been after these Romans for months. It looks like you two are going to be in line for a million pound reward. Sweet, Sweet mother, mother hopper! hopper. <laughs> 
You tell them, Tony. The special guests were Trevor Crook. Australian, the clues in the surname. And me, Tony Hadley. Lee's regular guest was Angela McHale. Miss Skegness, 1987. Music composed and played by Steve Brown. Miss Skegness, 1957. With Steve Vinder and David Catlin Birch. Additional materials by Roderick Crooks, Paul Carenza and David Bold. Bold. And it was produced by Claire Jones. <laughs>